Hello and welcome to the RadioTimes.com Doctor Who podcast. My name's Hugh and once again this week I am joined by RadioTimes.com gaming editor Rob Lee. I don't know why I always give you your title because this isn't about gaming, <laughs> but it's a fact, right? It's a fact, that's your job. It's a fact, it's my job and I quite like it. It gives it a sense of uh, formality every time that, there you go. that I come on. So I'll start calling you Mr. Lean. Uh, Mr. Lean and I uh, <laughs> are here because, you know, there's been some Doctor Who news. Quite often on this podcast, you know, we're trying to find things to talk about, but this week it was not difficult. If anything, we had to try and pick what we were going to discuss because Doctor Who went, uh, well, they didn't go anywhere. They were still in Cardiff, I imagine, but they sent a virtual panel to uh, the at-home version of San Diego Comic-Con and they revealed all sorts of exciting information about Series 13. So first off, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, Rob and I were here speculating about who the special surprise guests uh, could be who they were going to have at this panel. And I don't know, Rob, we found out who it was, didn't we? We did. We found out that it is. Well, for a while, they, were, they teased us, saying it's someone mm. from Game of Thrones. And uh, I wasn't looking at Twitter, but I imagine there was a bit of uh, people guessing far too high profile people from Game yeah. of Thrones who wouldn't They could, get Maisie, do it. could have been getting Maisie Williams back. Yeah. <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, but no, it turned out to be Jacob Anderson, aka Grey Worm from Game of Thrones, playing uh, a new character called Vinda. Yeah, which is quite fun because he's not the person I would have expected at all in terms of like, mm. but he's quite a cool character to have coming in. I mean, I've, I've met... Um, not to massively name drop, but I've met him a couple of times at Game of Thrones events. Really nice guy. And in the statement, I was really sort of moved by how much he seems to really love Doctor Who. He seemed, he was saying, yeah, I've been watching it since I was a kid. You know, I, I'm, it's absolutely a dream come true. He was tweeting about it. I would just, I thought he was much too cool for Doctor Who. <laughs> but it turns out you're never too cool for Doctor Who. Um, and yeah, so Vinda seems like an interesting character, right? Uh, we, we saw a photo of him. Um, he apparently is going to be a recurring character. He has a spaceship, we know that. Um, and then that's about it. Yeah, that is about it, I think. Did did I, I might be remembering it wrong. Does he have a gun in that picture? Yes, he does have a gun in the picture, that's a point, yeah. And it yeah. seems like he's a bit spacey-wacy, as we say. Like he's some sort of, he's helping them in whatever they're doing. You have a doctor, Yaz, and uh, Dan, uh, John Bishop's character. So he's he's helping them, he's a kind of extra character. I mean, so yeah, it seems like he could be a kind of like River Song-esque, you know, person or you know a little like to be honest a little like Maisie Williams in that series um Pick Valley second series as a shielder slash me uh her name um who sort of popped up from time to time kind of helping out and I'm kind of interested to see how they do this but it was funny because that was such the kind of big speculative thing about you know the panel beforehand and um you know it is quite interesting to see you know who vinder is and we know it's going to be interesting to find out exactly how he fits into the story but for me i think it was actually overshadowed by the kind of announcement of you know there's going to be the series is going to be serialized which ties into the vinder thing because he's coming back over multiple episodes um because yeah that's what chris chibnall said wasn't it he said and they sort of elaborated on it later on it's not going to be um you know the usual kind of sometimes two parts usually one part episode singular story it's going to be serialized each episode is a chapter for a larger whole um and i'm quite interested in this i think it's something we talked about on the podcast before i mean what did you think of that did, did we did that interest you or were you a bit like you know a bit a bit concerned about it it does interest me it's one of those things i bet if not with me i bet you have spoken to someone about it before on the pod 
I think Morgan and I, Morgan and I talked about it as like a thing they could do. So I was feeling pretty vindicated, to be honest, uh, when they started talking about it. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, clearly they're, they're listeners. They're always trawling this podcast for the ideas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, we're not doing that. Um, but yeah, no, it does sound interesting, I think. Yeah, I think it'll be cool. And it's kind of, I think it's something worth trying as well, because mm, like... It's different. Yeah, and like, you know, streaming is a big thing these days and like I feel like a lot of the TV world you don't get quite so many uh kind of freak of the week TV shows as maybe you used to when the you know like around the time of Buffy they were kind of popping up everywhere like oh we're gonna do a show was like that as well, wasn't it yeah yeah I guess there's still quite a few CW shows doing which kind of do that but like kind of feels like maybe trying to go to a bit more of a like a Netflix series model of this is the story of this series and we're not going to deviate too far from it to go but I found it interesting at one point he said and we, we're going to go to loads of places and I was oh I thought that this would be kind of a bit more like we've got these three standing sets that we have to use because we can't yeah go it's interesting isn't it because one of the reasons they gave for this is because of the coronavirus pandemic Chris Chibnall basically said we have a choice of doing a bunch of very small episodes that are just in these kind of sets and it looks a bit rubbish or we can do a big story but we basically just do the one story and I I don't know I don't really know why that would be better but as in like just from a production standpoint if they if they are moving around different places and we do see in the trailer we, there was also a trailer we should say uh, which we might talk about in a minute uh, in the trailer you see you know they're wearing different very different costumes they should be going to different eras uh, meeting different people and we've obviously seen some filming leaks that seem to have lots of different monsters and time periods and locations and stuff so although the locations are all in the UK IRL uh, as opposed <laughs> to usual so it is kind of a bit like well they are still doing all this stuff but then I suppose maybe it's that you kind of can have more returning characters like you know you can kind of have the close cohort of actors that you know are together you do, whereas normally Doctor Who has a load of new guest stars absolutely every week which probably was really difficult to do in Covid times. Um, Chris Chibnall also said that there will be other recurring characters not just Vinda we'll have characters kind of coming back um, and I guess you know you'd have different locations within say a two-part episode possibly you know you'd move around to different spots so maybe it is just as production goes a, a bit easier to do that way I don't know but it's it's interesting. Um, one thing that is also interesting is a lot of people, I think, are taking it as like, we're getting this serialised story. You know, they said there were going to be eight episodes in Series 13. We're getting an eight-part series. I have my doubts. I don't think we're going to get an eight-episode Series 13 because we remember they were talking before about, you know, there's going to be these specials next year in 2022. And I think that's, in that's included within the eight. I could be wrong, but I think that we're much more likely to get a kind of five or six episode serial this autumn then a little break then maybe a sort of like festive special new year's day then maybe a special like later in the year next year um partly because i'm a bit like an eight episode serial is quite a lot whereas like a five or six episode sounds kind of plausible you know like torchwood did that for children of earth over the course of the week um but yeah no it, it's it's interesting i mean did you see the thing john bishop said about the cliffhangers as well yes I thought in my head though I thought it was the wrong John Bishop thing because I was watching it back just before we uh, got on Zoom and I was at the bit where John Bishop is saying about how he farted on set. So oh yeah, yeah, that, that's the bit I wanted to talk about in the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've got a five-minute section on that. Uh, no, but, he, <laughs> but the, no, the thing he, he did say was he said that you know it's full of shocks, which they do always say, but they said there's a cliffhanger every week, you know, to sort of pull you through to the next one. And I kind of thought. 
to be honest, I don't hate that as an idea. Like mm -hmm. that sounds, I like the idea of Doctor Who being exciting and having mysteries and stuff, not just because it gives us something to write about on RadioTimes.com, but also <laughs> because um, I think it makes it exciting, right? It kind of makes it water cooler TV. And if that comes from this serialization element, that's good, I think. Yeah, definitely. So that is the thing sometimes with, with having like a whole new kind of concept every week is that you'd normally, unless it's a two-parter, have to then resolve that concept within the week. Yeah. And then you've not really got anything left to, to kind of cliffhanger on, except for doing like a what, what, what moment at the end kind of thing. Yeah. So it should be nice to kind of have some, some meteor kind of cliffhanger moments. And, and it is good for, for radiotimes.com and other, other websites to have a, those little mysteries to kind of speculate on through the week. I mean, it's, it's good true. for the fandom in general to have. It's fun, I think. About. It's the kind of stuff yeah. Doctor Who fans in particular enjoy. I love the what, what, what moment. Because when you said that, I was like, was it? Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, also, <laughs> you know, there's you know, there's a little bit in the trailer where Yaz says to the Doctor, you're hiding something from me or whatever. And you do wonder whether, you know, the show might be able to have a bit more kind of, of a through line. Because I think one of the criticisms of it in recent years has been, you know, sometimes it feels like, stuff sort of brought up in an episode and then just sort of dropped and then you don't really hear about it again like say with like graham's cancer worries or whatever like it just sort of doesn't come up again for a while and then like you know week to week the, i think the worst offender for me was at the end of fugitive of the judo they get a sort of signal to go and do praxius and then genuinely for like three or four weeks they just do not acknowledge like what happened in the fugitive of the judo at all as if it never happened and then it kind of comes back again in the finale and i was kind of annoyed by that because it was so momentous um so i'm hoping that maybe this means that you know we'll have kind of those sort of you know subplots and sort of conflicts going from episode to episode in a in a, in a kind of more consistent way because of the way the show is being made as a kind of thing you have to watch every episode of rather than you can dip in and out which is how doctor who in the modern era has been made as this kind of chocolate box where you can kind of try one but you don't necessarily have to watch all of them yeah yeah it should be interesting the only other thing that kind of jumped out at me in the trailer was like uh i thought it seemed quite funny but it might just be look like they've pulled out the only like two or three gags that they had and put them in the trailer like many john bishop falling down different like holes i'd say <laughs> whoa. Uh, whoa. <laughs> I, uh, um yeah no i i know I, th I thought that it, it was a funny trailer because I, I saw some fans were a little disappointed by it. it's kind of what i expected it was quite short it was 43 seconds it's also very very closely cropped in at all times so you can't actually see anything in the background um but you know it looks pretty there's not really much to glean from it apart from you know you can't see you see like one monster maybe which is like a sort of flying thing like a robot but that's about it we don't see a glimpse of any of the kind of rumored monsters for this series like the weeping angels or you know the sontarans or whatever although they did say in the panel that some old, they confirmed some old monsters are coming back which is cool um but yeah i thought it was you know fairly exciting few laughs you know you see dan's you know kind of seems pretty firmly part of it um i think they said that you kind of come into series 13 mid-adventure, or maybe I read that somewhere else, and they kind of find Dan in that way. But the biggest, I think, bit of information for me, which I was very grateful for, was uh, we found out Dan's surname. Because um, I've been for ages just calling him Dan, which sort of annoys me. And now we can, you know, give him a surname. And it's Lewis, Dan Lewis. I mean, it's not the most inspiring Doctor Who companion name. It's not exactly, you know, Donna Noble and all that stuff is kind of sort of quirky. It's Dan Lewis, like the most generic name <laughs> that they could come up with. Um, but you know, at least we have it now. We know what he's called. Um, and yeah, it was it, it was interesting. It felt like they kind of they did the Doctor Who thing of like revealing 
a bit, but not revealing too much. And also, I think that, you know, I don't think people really saw the Jacob Anderson thing coming. Um, you know, I'm sure there's probably some corner of the internet where they knew all about it for weeks, but I was I was surprised. Um, it felt like, it feels like, a, you know, an interesting casting. And I'd suspected the serialization thing could be a possibility, but it's interesting to see them do something different, I guess. You know, it's not just, I feel like when you're on the third series of A Doctor, obviously you've got John Bishop coming in, which kind of helps reboot it a little, but also it's kind of like, what's going to be new this time? We've, we've had the Daleks, you know, we've had the series without the old monsters. We've had the series with lots of old monsters. What's new? And it's kind of like, well, we're going to change the format, which is kind of what they did for Matt Smith's, you know, later series as well. They started to fiddle around with like half series here and there. You know, Peter Capaldi, they did a series all of double part episodes. You know, they, I, I, I think it's, I think it's a good move personally. Although I, you know, retain the right to retract that comment when it <laughs> is a terrible idea and everyone hates it. And I'll be like, oh yeah, I hated this from the start. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, hold on to the right to uh, change your mind later. I, I'd love if like, you know, if you have to do, yeah, what, five or, or seven cliffhangers or whatever, depending on how many weeks it is. I can just imagine there being some not very thrilling cliffhangers. Yeah, there might be some where we're like, is that a cliffhanger? Really? Yeah, no, I don't even <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm interested to see how it works. It's also, you know, a little unclear. There's lots of stuff we don't know. We don't have an exact air date. We don't know, as I said, we don't know how many episodes it's going to be. We don't know how long the episodes are. We assume they're going to be roughly the same, about 50 minutes, but we don't know. Uh, we don't know are they going to stick on Sundays. You know, arguably, could they run it all if it's serialized in a week and kind of make a big event thing? Or are they more likely to keep it week to week? I think probably they'll keep it week to week. I mean, most dramas are serialized, to be fair. It's not a big thing that you have to, <laughs> you know, do it like that. Like pretty much every drama, in fact, on British TV, apart from Doctor Who, is serialized. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested. There's still loads more to find out, but I feel like we kind of have more of a sense of... I feel like I kind of get series 13 now, if you know what I mean, even if I don't know everything about it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. I think they've given us, yeah, just enough to like kind of wrap your head around it. Cause it was getting a bit like, wait, how many episodes are there? Like, yeah. When's it going to be on? There was not a lot of, there was not a lot of info. I mean, they still haven't given us an air date, which annoys me, but you know, yeah. I, and I, I reckon I'm, you know, we, Morgan and I kind of guessed the trailer release relatively right at like, you know, July, although I think we also said, or August or September. So we kind of covered a lot of bases. Um, but <laughs> my, so I, my prediction, my grand prediction is that this will air in like, will start airing in October in the kind of His Dark Materials slot because His Dark Materials isn't on this autumn. It's going to be on next year. So I reckon that kind of autumnal Sunday night, you know, 7 to 8 p.m.-ish will, uh, will be its natural home. Um, but yeah, maybe there'll be another panel where we find more out about it. But for now, that's our lot. And that's your lot listening to this podcast. Uh, you know, what was your favorite revelation from the panel? Anything we missed, you know, from the chat as well? Um, and, you know, are you excited by the trailer? Do you think it's a good idea to serialize Series 13? Or, you know, do you prefer the standalone episodes? And what do you think of Vinda? You know, who do you think he is? Is he going to be a good friend or a sort of unlikely ally for the Doctor and Co. Uh, let us know in the comments or here on YouTube or tweet us at Radio Times. Um, and we'll be back next week uh, dissecting another little clue from the panel, uh, Chris Chibnall's teaser for the series, which has some interesting implications for the series. Until then, I've been Hugh. And I've been Rob. And thank you for listening to this, which is kind of our panel, um, though, of course, significantly less popular. Uh, thanks for listening and goodbye.